So welcome to From Scantron to Scrubs. Now you guys will have to forgive me as my voice is doing something horrible. However, today we're going to be talking about and getting into education and exploring the differences between test taking when you're in high school and test taking once you've joined into nursing school. I'm your host today. My name is Nurse Eads, and we'll be looking at unique challenges and opportunities that nursing school exam presents. And one of the things we're going to do is more so talk about student feedback. Um, a lot of this, and you'll forgive me as I try to read their responses. However, I talk to a lot of our nursing students, my nursing students, and particularly um, current and past, and got some feedback from them. So I'll be sharing that with you today. So I'm really th thrilled on this. So let's start by discussing the different fundamental differences between high school tests and nursing school exams. In high school, most of the exams that you're used to taking tend to focus on memorization, and then you're expected to just give that information back within the testing format or within the classroom. However, when you get into nursing school, exams go beyond just merely being able to recall. It requires critical thinking, clinical, clinical judgment, and it also um, implores you to have that ability to apply theoretical knowledge to the real life patient scenarios that you're going to have when you get into that clinical experience. So how would you describe this shift in testing approach? Well, one of my students said, the high school tests often revolve around multiple choice questions and straightforward factual recall. On the other hand, nursing school exams incorporated various question formats such as multiple choice, fill in the blank, short answer, and even clinical simulations. These exam formats reflect the complexity of nursing practice where students had to think critically, prioritize care, and make sound clinical decisions based on the understanding of nursing theory and evidence-based practice. You know, that information is actually true. There is a significant um, um, difference between that high school. So I appreciate the high school um, examination and what you happen in, ha what happens in nursing school. And so I appreciate that feedback from the student. You know, it is um, a big departure from that traditional style of test taking um, that you were used to in high school and just trying to incorporate having different styles and that include that critical thinking and clinical judgment. The next question that I asked a student was to share some strategies that they felt they could use um, to help them excel when it comes to taking nursing student exams, forgive me. And the student said, that first and foremost, they had to develop a strong understanding of the nursing concept um, and the theories, and that was crucial for them. And that the students should focus on actively engaging with the course material, taking thorough notes and seeking clarification when needed. Um, additionally, forming study groups and participating in hands-on clinical practice um, was beneficial for them. And then practicing in collect style questions and utilizing critical thinking framework, such as the nursing process or the clinical judgment model, really helped the student master clinical reasoning and judgment. And that was essential for them. I teach all the time to my students um, about some of these similar points that was brought out in this feedback from 
one of my past students. And I do agree that when it comes to um, nursing school, it really is important to engage with the course material. So when you're reading the material, you're not reading material for the knowledge because most of you don't read the material until after you've gotten the lecture in class or you've worked with it a little bit with your instructor. So when you go back, when you're engaging with the material, when you're rereading it or reading it for the first time, if you're that student, then think about your role and actually living and seeing yourself do that. Imagine yourself performing or imagine yourself finding a way to connect with that material, to connect it to what you're actually doing in the clinical setting and in taking really good notes. Now, one of the things that I recently said to a student and they said that this was beneficial, so you'll have to try and let me know, but they didn't take notes on the things that they knew. They took more notes on the things they didn't know. They took my advice, which was create a laundry list of all those things that you just not sure of need to reassure yourself of. Don't spend as much time on the stuff that you do know. And then when that time comes and you're doing your study and overview, when you're reading over, it it, it kind of makes more sense. You're utilizing your time a little bit better um, because you're focusing on that information that you need to familiarize yourself with. And then seeking clarification. I feel it, it, it is important as an instructor to make myself available to students. Um, the hard part and the struggle for me is when I have so many students that are really benefiting from me helping them through their journey. I mean, I think this is where that podcast came about, was making myself available to students when time just did not allow me to be available for them in the way that I wanted to. But the biggest thing is always reaching out to your instructors. They are supposed to be and are a source of a clarification for you when you need it to help you draw that connection. And then thinking about hands-on. Every time you learn something new or every time you have something that you're not sure of, when you go into that clinical experience with your clinical instructor, either try to make use of the information that you just learned in that clinical setting or reach out to your clinical instructor and ask them how would they apply that information or to find a patient that may have something similar and seeing how they benefit from that. You just don't have your clinical experience. You also have your skills. So you can go in and take what you're learning and say, okay, if this was me today, I'm learning in class communication. How do I take communication and use that with my patient? It's awkward to do it when you're um, in, in an actual patient's room, but in a skills room, you can make as many mistakes as you want to. I remember going into the skills lab and I said, I'm going to treat the mannequin as my patient. And so to this day, I have learned this saying, either realizing what time it is. And then I say to my patient, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Narcisse. I'm going to be taking care of you today. I'm going to be working here with you from 7A to 7P. During that time, I'm going to do several assessments and I'm going to be checking in on you just to see how you're doing. If there's anything that I can do for you while I'm in your room or anything that you need once I leave, feel free to hit that call bell. And if not myself, someone will be here to assist you. 
that is my thing that I do. And it became so much easier the more and more I practiced it so that when I went in the clinical setting, it was just so much easier to do. Okay, so let's move on to the next thing um, because that was really a good, fantastic uh, feedback from the student. So now we're going to talk about the role of time management during exams. With high school tests, um, they often have predetermined time limits, while nursing school exams can be lengthy. I mean, they can really require that you work on managing your time effectively. And so I asked this of a student, like, how did they do this? And their response was, is that they felt is that time management was really vital, especially not only for taking the exams within their program, but also for the boards itself. They said that nursing students uh, really should be advised to practice pacing themselves during the exam and allocating time based on how complex that question might be. And then really, really important, the student said, read the instructions carefully, prioritize. And if there is a particular question that's challenging, um, flag it if you can, if it's allowed within your program, and then return back to it with a different, fresh perspective. Developing time management skills through practice and utilizing strategies like creating mental frameworks can really help students navigate through lengthy exams without feeling rushed. And I do agree with that. Um, one of the things that we employ in our program is the use of um, adaptive quizzing questions that look at the knowledge that the student has. When that student is done, it gives them like information on what they didn't know. Now, the thing that we probably um, need to emphasize more to students is that with adaptive quizzing, it tests what you don't know. So if you do it when you don't have any of the knowledge, then you're constantly answering more and more and more questions and it doesn't truly reflect what you do and don't know. So one of the things that I have suggested and students have found helpful is when you get that reading material, glance over it, read through it, only highlight the things that don't make sense to you. Keep on reading, come back to the things that don't make sense to you, see if you can make sense of it, and if not, create those highlights as lists of things that you're going to look over when your teacher does their review. Now you're in class and you're getting another introduction into this information and you realize that your teacher's coming up on a fine point that you just couldn't connect with in that material. That's the opportunity that you have to ask those questions in class. Once that information clicks for you, you come back, you review your notes, and it all makes sense. That's when you go and you do your adaptive quizzing questions. When you do your adaptive quizzing questions, it looks back at little things that you may have missed. And a lot of times there'll be some theory that maybe that you didn't go so deep into, but it gives a better reflection of the things that you need to know. The other purpose in using the adaptive quizzing questions is because the adaptive quizzing questions have been updated to the NCLEX style of questions that we're currently doing uh, It's NCSBN 2023 test plan. So when you start doing those questions, 
use those questions as an opportunity to engage in the clinical judgment model, which we'll probably talk about in another episode. But as you look at those questions, you get an idea of what type of test person you are. It allows you to determine whether or not you are a person who reads through the questions and analyzes it. Or do you have a, sometimes a, um, um, what is the word I'm looking at? I'm looking for, it's a, a common thing that students do where they skip over words. So look to see whether or not that's what you're doing. Did you, was there something that you missed? One word that changed the whole meaning. And then when you start identifying those, those things, you actually stop doing them. And when you stop doing them, then you're less, you're less finding yourself in that chance where you're not really uh, making any mistakes anymore because you've identified, I'm not reading the question all the way through. Let me take the time, read the question through. And when you read the question through, you begin to realize, okay, that's what I missed. I won't do this again. And you'll start training yourself to stay focused. Um, so good advice. As we wrap up, one of the things that I want to um, touch on is the emotional and psychological aspects of the nursing program. I do a lot of talking and presenting on anxiety and stress in the classroom. And, and many students do experience increased stress levels due to high stakes when it comes to these exams. So the last question um, for the day, which I approached with a student was, how can nursing students manage their anxiety and stay focused during these really intense testing periods? And one of your fellow students, they really had a good comment. They said, um, nursing school exams can be demanding intellectually and emotionally, and that it was essential for them to prioritize self-care and to maintain a healthy balance between study and relaxation. And that by engaging in stress-reducing activities such as exercise, mindfulness, and then having a really good support system, especially within their classmates, it helped them alleviate um, some of that stress and, and um, anxiety. Additionally, they use effective study strategies that looked at repetition of the material, breaking down them into manageable chunks so they could study on them. So not overwhelming themselves um, by doing little pieces at a time. And because of doing this, this enhanced their ability to retain the information. And then they really relied on their instructor. Um, so whether it was faculty or the tutoring services um, or even student health services for mental health, this was very valuable to them as, as a resource. And, and my response to that student is, if you come back to listen to this pod or this podcast or anyone else, excellent insight into understanding, you know, the, that nursing exams really do require a different skill set and approach other than that which are common to in high school. Many students that I have will say, I was a straight A student in high school, and I never want a student to be dismayed when they come from nursing school, come from high school into nursing school. It is less about knowledge. You guys 
have the ability to come in and learn the information. What I want you to do is take that next step to the clinical reasoning and clinical judgment. And when you get to that point and start looking at the different types of questions and what they're asking you, um, that you will do well. So I wanna thank all my students who were willing to provide me feedback today and shed some light on some of the topics that some of the students have wanted me to talk on. And so I wanna thank you guys for allowing me to be here, to have this conversation with you guys. Thank you for listening and tuning into From Scantrons to Scrubs. And I hope this episode provides some valuable insight into the world of nursing exams. And uh, remember to subscribe to my podcast um, if you want more educational information.